I got the horse right here, the name is Paul Revere, and here's a guy that says if the weather's clear, can do, can do, this guy says the horse can do, if he says the horse Welcome can to Odds and Ends with Mike Tyson, our Fast Friday edition. This week, my guest is three-time Stanley Cup winning coach, and now the head coach of the Florida Panthers, Joel Quinville. Joe, how's it going? How's the move going, Joe? Oh, it's great, Mike. We're uh, we've been down to Florida a few times. Uh, we're just there the other day. It looks like we're we've been looking for a place, and looks like we haven't solidified it yet. But uh, looking forward to getting there uh, in a couple weeks uh, to get uh, permanently set in South Florida. Uh, we're excited about the transition. We we're looking forward to getting down to Florida. Sor- uh, South Florida with a group uh, uh, with a team that's pretty excited about where they're at the last couple of years knowing that uh, we have to be a playoff team and uh, there's a lot of good things to like about our group and uh, looking forward to getting uh, everybody at camp and, and getting on the way. Yeah, I was reading up on uh, on Florida on the Panthers the, the other day and I saw that only one playoff appearance in the last seven years and and uh, I saw that the captain, uh, or last year's captain at least, Alexander Barkov, came out and said, no more excuses. No more excuses. This is the time. we got to make the playoffs. we got to make a run. And so it's good to see that your team leaders are feeling, you know, feeling that they need to step it up and get things going. Well, Barky himself, he had a great year last year. He uh, he went to the next level, I think, as a group. I think we all got to take a little bit more uh, ownership of the team. I think we've got some really good young players that have been close the last couple of years. We need to be a playoff team. Uh, you know, I think the fans are right there ready for a winning team and a winning program. Uh, we've got all the right ingredients. We've got some guys that uh, are looking like they're uh, probably at that point in their career where they've been They've been having some really good starts to their career. They got to take another step going forward. We've got some depth uh, in the free agency uh, period there, right around July one. Uh, Sergey Bobrovsky and Net. I think he's going to really help uh, that area. Last year, I think this team had no problem scoring goals. We got to find a way to keep it out of our net. Uh, looking forward to uh, improving uh, that part of our game. I think that's not just on the ownership, on the defense and the goaltending. I think as a group of five all around the ice, we can be better. But I think this team, comparable when I was in Chicago, I think the one thing that was noticeable, there's a lot of offense, there's a lot of skill in our group. We've got a lot of guys that can make plays, and I think we want to encourage that. But I think we want to make sure we're going to stress uh, how well we play defensively, and it'll be fun to work off of that. And, but there's a lot of good things in place here. We've got an owner that's very passionate that want to win in the horse way. And he's not only a hockey guy, but he's a horse guy as well, kind of right up our alley. Right up our alley. Right up our alley, Joe. <laughs> yeah, so, I, yeah, you were talking about Bavrosky, the the, uh, the goalie that you brought in from Columbus, because Luongo, uh, Luongo retired, correct? And so you had to fill those shoes. And then you bring in uh, defenseman Anton Strawman from uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. So that's another nice move. I'm going to say beat up this next name because you brought in two forwards, Noel Asaria, Asari, uh, from the Bruins. Now that's another good pickup. And then Brett Connolly, that's Diane's, my wife's maiden name, from the Capitals. I think on paper those are all good moves, Joel, and that really adds some, like you said, depth and some, some good veteran talent to your squad. Yeah, when we put the lines together, I think, uh, you know, Cherry coming from Boston, he gives you, you know, a little bit of sandpaper, can play center, kill penalties. His line was very effective uh, throughout the playoffs, throughout the year, gave that team and then uh, that line an identity. And Connolly came in with a year last year where he looked like he got uh, on track and, uh, you know, he's high, high draft pick, high expectations. And, uh, 
I think he's got some ability to score and make plays, and he can add to a line as well. Uh, I think up front we've got uh, a number of options of putting lines together where we can have depth and we can be a four-line team. Anton Strawman comes in on the back end, gives us some experience, reliability. He's a really smart player that I think can help uh, solidify a pair and uh, give us some depth on the back end. Uh, but I think it's, uh, you know, you, you talk about each and every one of the additions uh, from the goalie on out uh, with Roberto tiring, retiring this, this summer. It was a, uh, you know, we know the importance of goaltending. It's uh, the most important position. Uh, every Everybody off your team feeds and reads off your goaltender. And uh, you, know, you get a Hall of Famer like uh, Roberto, uh, everything he's done for the franchise has been greatly appreciated. He'll still be with the organization. And now we got a young guy, and I say young, I mean he's not young and, and, and in, in his age for a goaltender, but goaltenders get better with age. He's a 30-year-old kid that uh, nobody works harder than Bob, and uh, looking forward to him uh, and, and the guys feeding and reading off of him, uh, his competitiveness in the net. That's that's exciting stuff to put a squad together like that and be new in there and take your experience. Experience, let's talk about that experience. You're the second all-time in games coached in NHL history, and more importantly, Joe, second all-time in games won. I mean, what a what a great feat! I know Mike Peregrin, our friend Mike Peregrin, and I were there in 2015 when you won the Stanley Cup at home for the first time since 1938. You've had a, a tremendous run. You had a tremendous run in Chicago. Now it's time to start a new chapter, and pretty excited to follow it because when you left Chicago, I kind of lost interest in hockey. So now I'm starting to get interested again. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had uh, we had a great run in Chicago. We had a we had a great group. Uh, we had a ton of success. We had tremendous teams. Uh, we we our identity kind of changed uh, each and every year because uh, with the salary cap, we had a number of guys that had to we had to move on. Some of the t- trades we made weren't particularly hockey trades; were more some business trades. But we had a key group of leaders and the leadership. Uh, you know, Taze and Kane and. You talk about Dunks and Seabrook Sharp and uh, and the guys that were around for all the cups. We're uh, you know we're fortunate to work with, um, and my experience and the memories were outstanding. Uh, you know you can talk about each and every cup uh, and how we won it. It was a pretty pretty amazing memory. Um, I always think of uh, the best part about winning a cup uh, is is how we went about uh, going through the four rounds and the roller coaster rides that you are and the experience with your team and the coaching staff and the organization so there there are spectacular memories and uh you know we're going back to a, a team here in florida when we uh 96 when i was an assistant in uh, colorado uh florida we played them in, a, in the finals for the stanley cup and they since that date and i didn't know this till the other day we haven't won a playoff round since that time so there's a uh, there's a lot of time here we got to uh you know we can look back and we can uh you know, you can say this and that about the organization, but it's uh, we're at a point in time where we have to win. We want to be a playoff team in the worst way. We're in the toughest division. We've got the toughest challenge ahead of us. But we've got some good pieces here. We've got uh, a lot of good things going for us. But now we've got to take the next step. We've got to meet a great challenge ahead of us, and uh, we look forward to uh, finding a way to get through there and, and breaking through that hurdle that uh, hasn't been done in a long time. And that's going to be exciting. And then, so how does it work, Joel? Do you bring the rookies into camp right after Labor Day, and then the veterans come in a week later, similar to the, how the NFL does it, or how's that? How's that going to work? It's kind of how we're going to do it. Uh, they did it last year. We're doing it this year. A lot of teams, uh, rookie camps. Uh, there's uh, some. They they play uh, tournament schedules. We've done that in the past. This this uh, these two years here, we're going to be playing. Uh, 
the rookies will be in for three or four days on the ice, and then we'll have a group of about uh, close to 60, and uh, and then we'll be playing eight, eight exhibition games. And, uh, you know, we've got a heavy uh, Tampa schedule at the end of our preseason, and we begin the season with Tampa. So we're going to see a lot of them, and uh, uh, nothing like starting off with the best right out of the gate. Well, that makes it fun, right? you got to beat the best to be the best, right? Speaking of... Exactly right. Speaking of winning and being the best, let's get down to business here. This is a horse racing slash sports show, and I wanted to pick your brain about any uh, horses you can give out to the fans uh, for this weekend. Any track. You pick a track, you pick a race. Why don't you give us a horse, Joel? Well, one of the things when I'm, when I'm betting horses, I only like getting value, and uh, so I'm never looking for a chalk or anything even remotely close to two or or under two to three or four to one. Um, and I'm sitting here and I, I looked at Del Mar and I, I, I was looking at this horse and I'm sitting there, this horse is going to be eight to one here. And I'm looking, I think it's got some value. It's at the grass race. It's Saturday. It's race seven. He's on the outside. You got John Cherise, Bryce Blanc, and he's, you know, and you got the best trainers and the best jockeys all in this race. And I figured he's going to be, he's going to be a price. And now I see the price come out just now at three to one. Not my pattern, but I, I, I think the horse has got a great shot. There's speed in the race. He's, uh, he's got a, you know, I like looking at the sheets. He's got a perfect sheet, a couple sheet numbers. He's the fastest horse on the sheets. So we'll give him a shot, and, uh, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'd, I'd be still looking at him at that price. I think he'll drift up. Well, that horse in the seventh race at Del Mar on Saturday is Hollywood Girl uh, by John Sharif's trainer and uh, owned by the CRK Stable. And uh, three to one in the morning line, but like Joel said, those numbers can change. And looking at a couple other horses I like in there, they probably will change. But fans, stay tuned uh, and to see how Joel does. We know we had we've had good success so far in uh, Fast Fridays, and and with the show, we've given out five winners so far in our four shows. So let's see if this will be the sixth one, Joel. I know you're busy moving. I know uh, you, you're trying to get settled and trying to find a place to uh, establish uh, your roots down there in, in, uh, in the South Florida area. Best of luck on that. Best of luck with the ponies the rest of your time off. And, uh, and uh, hopefully uh, this will be a great year for the Florida Panthers. Thanks for coming on, Joel. Well, my pleasure, Mike. And say hi to the family. Okay, man. Same to you. Bye-bye. It was great to have head coach Joel Quinville of the Florida Panthers, that's three-time Stanley Cup winning head coach, on this week's episode of Fast Fridays. Not only did we hear about the chances this year of the Florida Panthers, but we also got a horse from Joel in the seventh race at Del Mar on Saturday. Now for my two picks this week. The first horse I like is in the ninth race at Saratoga on Saturday in the grade one 500,000 four-star Dave. That's a mile on the turf. I like the eight horse, Hembray, trained by Michael Maker and owned by Three Diamonds Farm, ridden by Louis Saez. Five-year-old out of Proud Citizen, closed extremely fast to finish second in the Forbidden Apple, a grade three race at Saratoga on July 12th. The second horse I like is at Del Mar. In the eighth race, the best pal, grade two, $200,000 purse for two-year-olds. I like the seven horse, four left, trained by Doug O'Neill and the winner of the Tremont at Belmont on June 7th. This race is going six furlongs. To this point, 
on Odds and Ends with Mike Tice. We've given out five winners. Don't forget that in show number two, Bob Baffert gave us a two-year-old named Garth, after Garth Brooks, which also runs this Saturday at Del Mar in the first race. Here's to good betting, having a great weekend, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next Thursday on Odds and Ends with Mike Tice.